Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How's it been a year since Elden Ring? Don't, man. Time is like a flat circle. It is. Time is like a horrible circle that just attacks you over and over again. It's been a year. It's just in the face. That does sound like an Elden Ring monster. To be fair. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, It's been a year since Elden Ring. It's been a year since Horizon Forbidden West. And we're still doing this over here. Um, But yes, Elden Ring. um, I should say also I'm Scott David. That's Josh Brown. Hi. Welcome to War Culture Gaming. Um, Because over on the From Software Twitter, they said that Elden Ring's first official DLC is coming. At least story-based DLC. We had some Colosseum stuff uh, recently, but this is called Shadow of the Erd Tree and obviously everyone is already thinking what the hell is this thing going to be about is it some sort of prequel story is it something that's set in the character Mikkela's mind Ooh. because Mikkela is the character in the corner of the artwork they've released so far um, and that's a character that's sort of trapped in a, in a giant egg an egg, egg. Of, egg potentially of her own making in joke that no one will get for that um, <laughs> but still I think that obviously that you know anyone can a lot of different um, things yeah. can come from this in regards to where they want to go do they want to do more fantastical stuff in terms of the level layouts um, you know there was lots of time travel stuff in Elden there Ring there was uh, when it came to fighting that big old dragon and stuff what do you want to see I, the old Elden well, Ring well, DLC well first off Scott I'm so pleased it does seem to be based around Mikola because that mm. has been the kind of prevailing theory ever since Elden Ring came out and we saw Mikola's egg in the hand his hand, you know, peering out of it. We were like, what the hell's going on with that? Will we return to it in the game? Obviously, we didn't. So people were really eager to get more of that story. And it seems like that is actually happening here with the image of Mikola riding Torrent, which is just really Mm. cool. And I think has set like a lot of people's minds on fire about what this is going (laughs) to be. Scott, I really don't know what I even... I'm expecting to see from an Mm. Elden Ring DLC because this is almost unprecedented when it comes to how From Software has treated DLC in the past. Mm. Like all of their games, with the exception of Sekiro, has had um, like story DLC, Mm. but it's usually come much quicker than this has. Like this Mm. has just been announced today, but we don't have a release date. We haven't seen anything more than a screen grab. So we don't know when it's going to come out. Whereas the other DLC installments for like, you know, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, whatever, Felt like they had a quick turnaround. Felt yeah. like they were sort of released I- incrementally, you know, as one part of a DLC, then two part of a DLC, then a three part to round everything out. I wonder if this is going to be a much bigger expansion because of the extended dev time. Well, that's kind of the thing. Like, there was a great quote from Hidetaka Miyazaki um, just saying he's like, success does not dictate what we'll do next. And I mm. love the idea that they're just, they are such, there's so much their own island at this point that they can just do whatever they want. Um, and I imagine they have a lot more sway with publishers than they've ever had before. So if they are just like, we're going to just take our time 
and put something out that is massively worthwhile. I wonder whether this is one of the only bits of DLC that we get. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a whole lot of conversation if you delve into the Elden Ring lore as to various other things that could be plugged into that story and the idea of one of the kingdoms that came before, the different dragon lords that were in the land, the idea of there being like a kingdom up in space in the stars um, and where the Elden Beast and stuff came from. There's a lot of things that they could go with, um, but to some degree, a lot of the mystery is why it's so fascinating. So yeah. I think it's interesting them just saying like, okay, let's take our time. Um, and the idea that the DLC could have only been the Colosseum stuff. Yes. Everyone always thought there'd be something story-based coming. Um, and now that they're doing it, it's sort of like, which bits do you clean up? Which bits do you steer back into um, to try and keep it interesting? Because I feel like a lot of people love Elden Ring's mystery and love debating yeah. all the lore. So um, the Mikola stuff is also tied in with cut content. There's a lot of people, a lot of um, information already out there in regards to uh, quotes and different things surrounding the character that have already been mined from the game's files. So it seems like this was something they were always going to do. Mm-hmm. And I guess like a long development, it was just kind of sliced off. And so this is almost part of what we would have always had in regards to lore stuff anyway. Yeah, maybe right. And I think going back to what you said about the mystery, I think mm. it's fascinating that all From Software <clears throat> has to do is release one screen grab <laughs> in the Elden Ring fans going nuts. Like if you go to that subreddit now, people picking apart what this could be. Is it going to be set after the events of Elden Ring? After, you know, the uh, the, the tree itself has burned? Is it going to be, mm. like you said, you know, maybe a kind of a venture into the past, maybe jumping into Mikola's dream? There are so many possibilities about where this could go, mm. so many potential locations and I think that in and of itself is kind of uh, fascinating because like you said the the lore of Elden Ring is so expansive it, mm. it uh, covers so much time literally across time and space like you mentioned <laughs> that I don't know where this is necessarily going to go I know it's going to involve Mikola and Torrance somehow yes. but I don't think anyone really knows what this tree is is it the Halleck tree is it the Erd tree after it's burned down a lot of people are kind of speculating already and that gets me excited but I want to throw it back to you yes uh, not to cut off your point and ask no. what you want to see mechanically from well that's, that's exactly where I was going to oh. go Synergy. I synergy. I was going to say, do they do something in regards to gameplay? Do they bring a new class in? I don't. As far as I know, previous Dark Souls DLCs have never brought in a new gameplay class. I unless so. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I wonder whether they do bring in you know something that maybe was planned or whatever beforehand. Maybe there's new weapons that change the way you play. Um, my gut says that they won't do those things. I feel like a lot of um, you know the the from software approach, the from software mentality when it comes to gameplay is giving you those sort of foundational approaches to combat yeah. and then throwing everything else at you. But at least you know what your tool set is. Um, but yeah, what do you want? Do you want to see them change stuff up? I think for me, it's more just just give me more Elden Ring. Well, like, this is it, right? Degree. Scott Telford, you know I have an insatiable, insatiable desire for more Elden Ring. Very I true. finished Elden Ring for those of you who don't know last year <laughs> after about 120 hours and just wanted more. So I played through all of the Dark Souls games. I played through Bloodborne. I played through Sekiro. <laughs> I went through Demon Souls. I even played Souls adjacent games <sighs> like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, like Mortal Shell. Like, I was going Mortal Shell. Thymesia, <laughs> you know, just to get more of an Elden Ring fix. And all I want is more Elden Ring, to be honest. Like, just new locations, new weapons, Mm -hmm. and new bosses, of course. And they could just do the bare, the quote-unquote bare minimum, Mm -hmm. and I would be happy. Because I think a lot of us, no matter how many hundreds of hours you put into the game, are just kind of ravenous for more. You're not necessarily ravenous for a complete Mm shake-up, a complete revision of things. You just want new areas, new locations, and hopefully uh, (laughs) ones that match the quality of the base game. Do we get a horseback story? Is that mm. why we're bringing Torrent back in? Because I think you must, right? You might as well do something with Torrent. I feel like Torrent is the roach of Elden Ring. It's like if you want to do something with that character, yeah. you almost might as well. But yeah, I wonder what Miyazaki wants to do because we know that going forward they're doing Armored Core next. So it feels like is this one of the last big hurrahs for Soulsy 
Oblivion style games. They are they're over a decade on these at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like obviously you can go all the way back to Demon's Souls um, in 2009, but like you know they've been sticking with this kind of formula for quite a long time. And I guess we'll see how Armored Core plays going forward. But I'm curious whether he does this as like one big send off kind of thing or like a break for a while. And well, then, you know his grand return to this style is in like another five years or something. My well, this is it, right? <laughs> this is what I'm trying to consider because when we got the announcement of the PvP based Colosseum D- Colosseum DLC yes. last year, I wondered whether they were kind of doing the God of War approach and kind of ushering out or ushering in a smaller DLC and then focusing on the sequel. Now right, okay. we know we have a proper expansion coming. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder whether we're going to get an Elden Ring 2 anytime soon or mm-hmm. whether, like you said, they're going to focus on Armored Core, maybe do something different and then get back around to a sequel eventually in about five years' time or whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah. There is that whole thing. There is like a whole rumor during the rounds that they already have Elden Ring 2 largely planned. There was like a quote from Miyazaki, which we'll find, I'll put on the screen, um, saying that he already had plans for a sequel in motion or he knew what that was going to be. And the idea that Brandon Sanderson would be the person that would be writing it because he's almost like a new age George R.R. R. Martin in terms of like being this high, high, big deal fantasy man. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to get someone to just hand an Elden Ring to, um, it would be someone like him. So they could also be doing that. Like this, as from software as a team, are unbelievable in terms of their turnaround. Um, you know, almost like Insomniac in terms of the amount of games they have out every couple of years. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm totally wrong, and this is just a step towards more Elden Ring overall, <laughs> and a whole game just arrives next year or something. Dude, I just think there's, there's definitely. <laughs> going to be more Elden Ring whether it's a proper mm. whether it's another DLC whether it's an Elden Ring 2 you don't sell 12 million copies in a week or two and not do a sequel <laughs> is all I'm saying like no, yeah, yeah, From Software have always forged their own path but you know Dark Souls got so successful that we got a Dark Souls 2 and 3 mm-hmm. and I think Elden Ring being so successful we'll get an Elden Ring 2 we'll get an Elden Ring 3 the interesting question <laughs> is will Miyazaki be around to direct those games because he initially handed off the Dark Souls franchise mm. to you know another director and then came back for 3 you would think he learned not- from that. Do that again. Dark yeah. Souls 2 rules, man. I'm going to say that right here. Stick the claim. Dark Souls 2 is really good. It's uh, It was a choice. I think it's, it's way better now. Mm. Uh, is it, what's the, what do you call the expansion thing? The Scholar of the First Sin? Yeah. And um, the re-release thing gets a lot better. But yeah, I would imagine that in terms of Miyazaki uh, trying to hand over portions of the company to other people when he has such a creative vision, um, that stuff didn't work well in the past. No. But, you know, maybe there's a way for that those to go forward. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of Elden Ring getting story-based DLC. What sort of things do you want to see? prequel based or in the future as I pray that this thing is good um, <laughs> for now I've been Scott from Oculture.com I've been Josh from Oculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye bye hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.